podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It is the Anfield wrap after Liverpool won, the School of Science won. Neil Atkinson, Rob Gutman, Paul Senior, Gareth Roberts and Andy Heaton all with you for the next, oh, I'd say, about an hour or so to talk about that game and the way in which it played out. The Champions League draw and have a little look ahead to West Bromwich Albion at home. Uh, but we will obviously start with Liverpool versus Everton. Um, and I'll start with Gareth Roberts, to be honest with you. Gareth, uh, the obvious place to start is, is the team selection, what you thought of it, how you think it played out for Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jürgen's defended it, you know, quite vigorously since, hasn't he? And, and I think what his stock line is that we're sort of we're doing this with hindsight when we when we criticise them, but it wasn't with hindsight. It was when it was announced. There was loads of people, me included, going, "Jesus Christ, that looks like a bit of a gamble." Um, and look, we all understand the the minutes in legs, the rotation thing, the fact that last season, you know, we fell off the rails so badly, and he's obviously trying to avoid that this season. But I just think, you know, when you play an Everton at home, it's such a big game, it's so important. And I think, you know, another aspect of, of Klopp's management is that he wants he wants the supporters fully on board. He wants the ground to be rocking and all the rest of it. Well, that being the case, then Jürgen, pick the strongest team. Let's batter Everton and you will make everyone happy, mate. And that didn't happen. And, and I just think, you know, lots and lots of people said, myself included, that if you're Everton and you see Solanke starting, it's a little bit of a boost for you, I think. It's a little bit of a boost for you. When when a fella in the week who's scored an attic in the Champions League's not playing, when a fella in Firmino who scored more this season than he managed in the whole of last season isn't playing, I just think it it is a boost for you. And all, all of a sudden, that mid, our midfield as well, I thought, just looked a bit more <coughs> graft and guile. All of a sudden, I just thought, because mm. you knew what they were going to do. You knew what they were going to do and everything they did was no surprise and I'm not really into the sort of the moaning about what they did because as I've just said, you, you know, you knew they were going to time waste, you knew they were going to put everyone behind the ball, you knew they were going to try and dog it, they did all of those things and all right, they get, you know, they get fortunate with the penalty and they, and they get an equaliser but I think Liverpool, Klopp, they've got to look at themselves over this and say that, you know, we can't, we can't blame Everton for coming and taking the draw. We can blame ourselves, though. Um, Rob Gutman, uh, Gareth, early on referred to it as a gamble, a gamble which didn't pay off. I don't think it was a gamble. I mean, I didn't complain about it beforehand. I think I'm in a minority. Uh, this is, I, I've adopted a position that I, I'm getting what Klopp's doing. I think he's right in what he's doing. He did. We, we, we're replaying these conversations on a every other game basis. We did it against Chelsea. Look, what I think he means by hindsight that he's not communicating is if we get the win or we, we, we knock in the second, which we should have done on several different occasions, and we get out of there with a, with a very comfortable routine victory over Everton with legs rested, in that, in that universe, Klopp is absolutely vindicated. I'm not convinced if you play... Um, every one of those those boys again uh, and Everton Park the bus as comprehensive as they've gone that the game goes particularly in a different direction I'm also not convinced that after 60 if you've only got one a 1-0 lead uh, in that scenario that they're not all dead on their feet because they've been playing every friggin minute of the last upteen games and then you've got sod all to come off the bench <laughs> Again, we said this after Chelsea, the proof of the pudding to a degree will be in how how fresh we look in the coming games. Uh, but what are we waiting for, Rob? We want to beat Everton. And we we want to beat them all. We yeah. want to beat them all. Yeah, you, but I, I, want to be, I want to beat them more than the yeah, most. I want the points. I, I, I want I, the points. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not one of these fellas who, who are going to say that's a cup final for Liverpool, but if, in rotation, 
you beat a side in the week 7-0 and you could have beat that side 5-0 with the sides he played against Everton. But I don't think you could have beat I don't I don't think there was any circumstance in which you beat Everton 7-0, but I know I know that side beats Everton. Like with without the sort of hint of arrogance. Liverpool, the Liverpool side that plays Sparta Moscow beats Everton. Everton what? You That's a crap ball. Yeah, they were, Rob, but you take your two best central midfielders out, midfielders out and two of your best attackers out of that side. You, you're weaker in a game which is important to the fan base. And it's important and it's always going to be important long after Jürgen Klopp has gone as well. It's also it's, Solanke's 20 years old and that's his second league he's never, sco- he's ne- never scored a Premier League goal to my no. knowledge. He certainly hasn't scored one for Liverpool. It's just... I, I, get, I, get, the, I get the big picture. And they're better than Everton. Marginally. Marginally. I get the big picture and I get what he's, what he's trying to do. But not playing Firmino and Coutinho against Everton <clears> is not acceptable. I don't. I just. I just don't hold by this. It's about points on the board. It really is about points on the well, board. We dropped twelve of them by drawing this season. And I league. agree, but we haven't. Not all of them have been to via rotation. You could say I'll accept. Maybe you could argue that Chelsea and Everton are, are the points dropped are a consequence of rotation. But then I can argue that the games we've won either side of that are also a consequence of rotation. I think we've got enough. We should feel we've got enough in our locker to beat Everton, and we did have enough in our locker to beat Everton. If we look, had that game been a draw, well, not a draw, had, had, had it looked like a contest or we'd been beaten, I might have gone, Jesus, do you know what? We took a chance too many. But at 1 0, there was only one team going to win. I, I mean, I, I lumped on my safety bets against us. The bookies were giving 12 to 1 on the draw. No one in their right mind saw Everton coming back into that, apart from the god of derbies, as, and, and he turned up for them on cue. I don't know. I, look. I, I'll, I'll accept there's an argument for saying he should. He should. I, I agree with Paul's point to a degree. Maybe Spartak wasn't the big game, but he chose that one. And I, I disagreed with other people before that. I said Spartak were there to be, were easy to beat. Others went, you can't take a risk. It's the Champions League. I think you did that. You said that to me, Neil, at one point. He won't take a risk with the Champions League, and you were right. I think you can't go necessarily go strong back to back within four days. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm somewhere in between. All he is, to be honest, because I. I I saw the lineup and I was like, you know, fancy just to be a little, little bit strong. But then, off the back of that, having seen the first half an hour, I was going, well, you know what, we're all right here. I don't think the lineup was, the, having initially been disappointed yeah. with the lineup, I don't think the lineup was the cause. We, we were dominating, we, we were dominating, we were all over. They're, they're, they're possibly the worst team that's been at Anfield, to Anfield this, this season. season. A long this time, season. I would say. Yeah. yeah, I mean, really poor. They had no interest in engaging. Um, I think. I think if you're going to criticise the manager at all, it, it's it's the substitutions that do that do it for me. Uh, we kind of lost all momentum. We give them all the impetus. We went from pressing them to be impressed. They kind of have what we hold attitude that, you know, I'm sound with protecting leads, but it's all, it's all, you're almost tempting fate. The substitutions, this, 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 were, the substitutions were rotation. That they were rota- yeah. in play rotation. That yeah. was that was managing minutes and. But it, you, but you know, it changed. But it changed. One nil, he takes Salah off. Yeah, yeah it's but one it, it nil. That's not sh- acceptable. That's not that. That's not game over. Like I know, you know, I the likes of Rafa will take will take stiff for rotation. But at one nil on the derby, he's not. He's not. He's not doing. But it that, changes the think. shape of the midfield as well. It give, it gives them the impetus, and they've obviously got to creep out at some point. Allardyce would have been happy with one nil up until to play playing the way stay, sticking with what he, sticking to his guns, even at one nil down. Only gambling for the last 15, 20. Don't get, don't he, wasn't, he wasn't going to move until 70. Um, th- those substitutions played into his hands, I think. Uh, our, our substitutions played right into his hands at just the right time for them. And you know what? Even saying that, though, they, 
how many, how many, they got a penalty. It was a lucky penalty. They didn't carve us open. So, all right, we didn't do as well as we should have done in the last 20 minutes of the game. But we were still unlucky to get away with a 1-1 draw. Well, I, would, we, would we have done better in the last 20 minutes with our best players in the well, pitch? Right, but we've been doing that all season, though, even with, with stronger lineups. Um, <clears throat> I think I saw a stat, sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> we've led at like 70 minutes in and we've dropped... I think it's a 12 points or something from winning positions and we've not scored in the last 20, regardless of line up. Seville away being the case in point. Strongest team out, Seville away, and we managed to concede three and, and not put a game away. Look, Why? I, I, because I get, they were dead on their look, feet. Marnie was a passenger I, I get in, that in it, Seville. I get Maybe that, Salah would have been. I get that everyone's upset about it, and you know, especially from a position of ascendancy at 1-0, but in the... It's one of those games where it all depends on West Brom, the results against West Brom. If we get a decent result against West Brom, yes. you can look at this and a bit, and everyone's bitter and sore and it's the day after and one thing and the other. But no one talks about draw derbies. They're all celebrating like it's 1995 when in a month's time, no one gives a shit. Exactly. I do, to be honest, because my, my biggest... I'm, I don't really, I'm not really upset because we, we've drawn a derby. I'm upset because Chelsea dropped points this weekend and, mm. so, and so did Arsenal. Yeah. And, you know, and so did Chelsea, 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 Manchester United. And so did Manchester United. But if you look at the the Champions League draw, you you, you go now. Okay, well Tottenham have got Juventus. They could go out, and Chelsea have got Barcelona. They they could like go out. Liverpool might go far in this competition, and then two points dropped up when you're just trying to, you know, just limp over the line because you're playing in in all competitions. You need them points in the bag, and Everton at home. Regardless of the fact that it's a derby, they're not they're not very good, and Liverpool should beat them. Um, Gareth, looking at the whole season and sort of putting this in the context of the whole season, it's you know it does seem that the manager's been and I'm going to use the word that there was a scarring impact to last January February. I know it's something you talked about on shows before, but it genuinely feels as though there was a real like they've come out of January February last year, and him and his team, whoever it is, you know, all of them have gone. That never happens to us again, mm. and that appears to be the the. The first thing in mind in practically all the football and decisions that are happening at the club really is is that does not happen to us again. Yeah, it does appear that way, doesn't it? I, I think there's obviously <coughs> a bigger picture, a longer term plan, which will go you know past the derby and everything else. And you know, for us fans though, they, it's still hard to take. And you know, he, he was scarred by that. And I think you know he he had only experienced the Bundesliga. Obviously, they had the winter break there, and it's a little bit easier around this time of year and it's just down like four fewer games across the course yeah. of the season yeah I mean it's absolutely you know it is mad everyone sports scientist even if you go all the way back to Ferguson as well always used to moan about this time of year I think there's there's plenty of stats kicking around as well like unsurprisingly that this is the time of year where most injuries crop up <laughs> and, it, and it has you know it's, it's clearly seeped into the brain of both Klopp Buvak, the rest of them, and they've all had to sit down at the start of the season and gone, right, what are we going to do about this and how can we avoid that situation and how can we sort of stay up there and in contention? The, the worry is, like like Paul saying there really, that it is so tight w- with basically six teams and, and, and a team seemingly will forever thus be that you can't afford these you can't afford these drop points. You, you know, like I'm, I, wrote, I wrote them down before. It's Wofford, Burnley, Newcastle, Man United, Chelsea and Everton. They're, they're our draws. Burnley's at home, United's at home, Chelsea's at home, and Everton's at home. I mean, challenges for the top, and not just the you know not just the, the top spot, but the top two, the top three. They're, they're almost always based on solid home records, on on being brilliant at home. And by and large, we have been pretty good at home under Klopp, but that's got to rank as as a really you know a really difficult to take two points dropped because they were so shit. 
and and they were there for the taking. And it's a, you know the Salah <clears> thing. <throat> just to go back to that for a moment. I mean, he's got 19 goals and 24 appearances for Liverpool, more than he manages for Roma all last season, or the same as sorry. And it was you know I heard some early. There's been early talk on this podcast even about oh yeah we dominated the game and all this sort of thing. But we had the ball. But every time we got anywhere near the edge of the box, there was loads of foots in, there was loads of challenges. And, and I think across the course of the game, we managed three shots on target. They managed two. And so when you're talking about domination, well, we didn't actually create that many clear-cut chances because of the way Everton set up, yes, because of how determined they were to get a result, yes. But the man who provides the moment of magic with, with an absolutely brilliant turn, skins the other fella and bends it into the corner, is Mo Salah. And whoever fucked he is, or or otherwise, he's a man capable of being your match winner. And it just it was too early for me to take for him to be be leaving the pitch. And and Klopp's argument back because it was put to him when he lost his rag with the Sky reporter is that well, Firmino comes on and he's capable of winning the game. Yeah, but, but but surely logic says the more match winners on the pitch, you're more likely to win it. I think. I mean, I'd take the points about the three shots on target, but I think that's as much to poor decision making in in those areas than anything. The amount of times we were in and around the six yard box and we picked the wrong pass, it must have fizzed across the face of goal two or three times, or we've <clears throat> we've not been as quick as we normally are. We're getting the ball across the front, and then obviously you've got the Mane chance towards the end of the first half as well that goes in look I'm not making excuses for them but you mentioned Chelsea I take all your points about every other game on that list but maybe Chelsea and Everton because I think it's within the, it's, it's within the fine margins you know to, William scores that well, intended or not scores that mad goal you know and we we should have done better there we should have maybe been two up against Everton again you know, we go into two and a half time, that's game over. Um look, it do, it doesn't look great, but I just think it it we are within those very, very fine margins with those particular results. And if we get those three those six points as opposed to the two, you know, ev- no one's no one's complaining about the lineups, are they? I, I just feel with the with the Salas sub and this is that if if you're if if this is a North London derby, for example, and Tottenham are one nil up, they're not pulling Harry Kane. And they they're gonna have to play it. I very agree similar, with that. I didn't agree with substitution. More. I didn't agree with it at all. But my, my point is, they're gonna play a similar amount of games as Liverpool this year. But in that fixture at that time, in, when that game is finally balanced, and I know Everton aren't great, and they're not exactly knocking the door down. But you just don't take him off because the th- the thing is with, with Salah. I, 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 do you know what? If you take Mane off there, I'm all I'm all right with it because I don't think he's having a great game. But with Salah, he's the one who's just got that little bit of. Points of difference this season. I mean, the goalie scores is absolutely fantastic, and that we went. You know, the game, the four nil derby game. Do we have something like forty one shots on goal? They have three, and it's it's not that type of game. Liverpool are, are in control, but they're not knocking the door down. Did you see the stats at half time? Eighty percent possession versus twenty percent. But what my point Full is, we're literally it? not. There's not. I don't see Pickford making save after save after save. So Just, yeah. if they score, that that's when that's when you then go. We'll go on Mo Salah. You go and do something else that can almost make it 2-1 and we just didn't have that on the pitch. My thing, Rob, is um, I think that you, you put you put a similar argument up after Chelsea. We all heard you do it after Chelsea around a couple of things and, and, and then you the, there's a form of vindication for you, the manager, the next two, mm. Liverpool win them both. That can still happen here and that's fine and, 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 and I can see the arguments. I think my frustration and I think it's being echoed to some extent in the room is... I'm completely fine with the idea that you're trying to manage Salah's legs. I'm completely fine with the idea you're trying to manage Firmino's. I'm, I'm, I'm not against the subject matter. I'd have just quite liked 10 minutes with Mane, Firmino and Salah all on the pitch. 10 minutes of them 
being fed the ball and being able to terrify and maybe 10 minutes with Coutinho as well. As Firmino and Coutinho both get time on the pitch, 10 minutes with all four on the pitch at 1-0 might have made a world of difference. And I don't, you know, and if that means you make your first sub a little earlier and then you make your second one a little later. I mean, when we're talking about fine margins, what's what's four minutes earlier than six minutes later, if you sort of see what I mean? Or do you know what I mean in terms of when these lads are getting rest? That's what I'm looking at. And that's, and I think that if Liverpool do that, get all four of them on the pitch after what we did the, in midweek, I think you see an Everton side go, oh no, we're getting it here. You see them take even another step back, another three, four yards back. And you see the Liverpool players on the pitch go, right, this is what we're doing now. We're all making a 2-0. We're serious about this, Sam. Let's go and do that. You've got a crowd that's suddenly up. And that's where I've got, you know, if if the manager was sitting here now, and I'm sure we'll always say, you know, it's much more about football than us. But that's where I'm thinking, come on, mate. That's what we could, we could have had that 10 minutes and you chose not to have it. Yeah, do you know what? I've not heard of you around the table I can't get on board with in a certain sense. But I, st- but I think we're talking about fine margins all the time, and I think we're talking from a perspective of not the complete package of information. Look, entitlement to criticise the manager. I, I mean, you can spec- we can speculate that, that that approach might be right. We can speculate that putting all the, all the lads, the good lads on from the beginning might have yielded dividends and might have had a 3-0 half-time lead <clears> and got them all off. Your 10 minutes might, had it yielded nothing, or Everton scoring the counter might have then gone, well, can't they have another 10 minutes? Why might make the change then? There's a, there's an, I, let's put it this way. I, I think the broad, the broad logic to his decisions is understandable. I think, I think it's understandable if the game's 2-0. The subs are all understandable if the game's 2-0. Yeah. The game is not 2-0, it's 1-0. I, I'm inclined to agree with the Salah one. I'm inclined to agree with the Salah one. I can see why he does it. I can see why he does it because I think the one thing we're not, I think we're a bit guilty of as fans, we're very guilty of as fans, is to view players through the prism of that's Mohamed Salah, he's a nine and a half out of 10 player. That's Sadio Mane, he's a nine out of 10 player. That's Philip. And assume that that's what you're putting on the pitch at that time, or that's what's remaining on the pitch at that time. But if you look at it, look at a season through, a great player, a Phil Coutinho, can have 20 terrible minutes because he's not very fit. I mean, that's something we haven't talked about when we've moaned about the team selection, by yep, the way. Yeah. So Coutinho doesn't train for most of the, the time since... Uh, and we could only presume Sturridge is injured, though no one's asked him. No, he but... was supposedly injured. He was reported he had a, a, a tight hamstring. So that's why Sturridge wasn't even in the squad. Um... So there's that. So there's that fact. Emery Chan's fitness I don't, is has been up and down all season. So those like they, the bench could have been looking at, at Salah in detail, and going, "Do you know what? He's looking leggy. This is his th- th- he's, he's three and a half games in it. He could pull something here. There's a real danger of that." I agree with that. Right? And I, I, I think we're just we. It's almost a little bit. I hate to use this this phrase, but it's almost a bit FIFA or football manager, whatever. Go. These are the good lads. They'll do the business. We'll worry about but, it later. But what, that argument can't prevail. But what I was watching on the pitch, Rob, and I'm sorry to go back to you, but what. Yeah. I was watching on the pitch right the way through the game was and he did perfectly fine at Stoke but I think one of the reasons why he does really well at Stoke is because of Firmino I was watching Solanke struggle yeah and I was and struggle overstated a little bit I was just watching him really not be in the game um, it was a tough game for him to be in for a variety of reasons but I was watching him make the wrong decision not not occupy and that, that is for me all the way through in all of this this full conversation Solanke's the big one like in terms of every, almost everything we're talking about here, to some extent, I think is Dominic Solanke. I've got no issue really with the midfield selection that was uh, that was brought in. I've got, you know, I, I think that mm. Robertson at left back, even though I think there's a conversation to be had around him. I think he he, he plays left back. He's the second choice left back. The first choice left back's injured. I, you know, all of that I can have a long chat about and go sound. But all the way through the game, I think the con the contextual thing of both pre-match and what you're seeing on the pitch is a lad who hasn't scored a league goal. 
mm. in the top flight, looking like a lad who hasn't scored a league goal in the top flight. And that's the that's where if the manager should be can come in for criticism, and I understand a lot of what you're saying, and mm. I understand what he's saying, but that's what I'm looking at on the pitch. And sometimes, just sometimes, you've got to bite a bullet away from what your ideal thing to do. I a Solanke, I've got a problem with. I, I'm I'm sort of in agreement with you here, and I suspect the manager decides he decides on playing the, the dual striker system, sort of, or having a for, having a, an orthodox forward anyway. And I think his first choice is probably going to have been Sturridge. I think and then so. Sturridge pulls up. And he's got a choice then. Does he rework what he planned to do ideally or does he go with Solanke? Knowing that Solanke can be a handful, at home he'll see more chances. It could be... Maybe he's seen it in training, the boy looking incredibly yeah, sharp. Definitely. I don't know. Really fair. I, if it's me... I, I'm not. I'm not excited truly about Solanke, if I'm honest, and that's really unfair thing to ever sort of draw grand conclusions on young players. I think he looks okay. I'm not massively excited by him. I'm not rushing to pick him in in a hurry soon, unless he's pulling up trees in in, in youth matches. Um, so I think you've, yeah, there's a there's a point there. I, I just I just can't help the feeling of Marnie just squares that frigging ball before half time. We're having a totally different. Podcast. No, of course we have. We're, we're said, I think we're talking about things. Well, we're talking about the two 0 at the very least. It is worth putting yeah. that out that way. And also, if the referee doesn't make a terrible decision, which we'll come on to the two yeah. key decisions. There's one other thing I want to talk about though, Gareth, is how how unbelievably sterile the game was. That it was, you know, that this is this is a Merseyside derby. Theoretically, Everton are going to turn up and they're going to be, you know, they're going to be alehouse, but they're going to be hard but fair or hard but not fair or whatever. They weren't even that. I, it, it's amongst the most sterile Merseyside derbies I can ever imagine, and I, I, I genuinely don't think that's Liverpool's fault. But when you were referring to before about shots on target, I think that's one of the things that leads to maybe Liverpool having a bit of a sterile domination of the game. In that, there's absolutely nothing in the football match, and that is a really strange thing to go and see in a derby game. Yeah, it was weird, and I think it was weird. I mean, Klopp complained about, I think, Sigerson on Henderson uh, after the game. But yeah, there wasn't there wasn't the big challenges flying in. Uh, there wasn't... It didn't even feel like that much of an edge to it, really. It just kind of felt like everyone had, had turned up and gone. Liverpool fans probably going, we're going to batter these. Everton fans turning up going, we're going to get battered. Allardyce setting up in that way and just open for the best. And then if he goes 2-0 down, probably just takes that second yeah. half. Yeah, and it was it, it was a weird match um, and, a, and a weird derby. And not even in the way like a derby is weird. Like, you know, you don't expect them often to be sort of fluid because there's so much arguing and challenges going in and appealing to refs and all that sort of stuff. But it wasn't really like that. And there was a lot of Liverpool knocking the ball around. Would you sort of go and well... Yeah, well, where are we going with this, boys? The other thing that struck me as well was, you know, and maybe you watch it back, but I did not feel like, I thought, we're almost just winning all the 50-50s because they're not particularly contesting a lot of them. And that was really strange as well. You know, you, you normally expect, Darby, the one thing you'd expect is in a derby, there'll be, there will be 50-50 tackles and they'll go 50-50 because that's how it works. And sometimes you'll be furious with your lads and blah, blah, blah. Most of the time I was watching the 50-50s going, well, we're winning most of these here. Mm. I, I, what more do you want them to do? It's, it's really... The only thing I wonder about, you know, when you talk about 80% possession, Gareth, is whether or not they could just have took a few more chances in that. If Everton are desperate to give you the ball back anyway, which seemingly they are, then maybe, you know, one or two of you try and take a man on, try try, try and do something a bit, just be a bit unorthodox for 10 minutes. Yeah, definitely, because there was nothing to to worry about from them. I mean, you know, as you say, we'll come on and talk about the penalty, but other than that, you know, it was long ball to Calvert-Lewin or or Rooney um, and just hope for the best. And even and even when those lads were sort of pulling their in and holding it for a little bit, there was no there was no real desire to come and join with them. Um, it just felt like they were, 
you know, holding a position or guarding the centre of the pitch in front of in front of their box and, and just go on with that as a tactic. And so didn't so, come as a surprise though that did it? No, not at all. But I mean I think Neil's right in saying that there was there were times there where you just thought, go on, let's skin them, have a run, try and take two or three on. Because what have you got to lose? You know, I, I get that Liverpool. We were doing more of that first half. I thought second half. Milner goes on a couple of mad runs yeah. where he always, that mad way he dribbles where he looks dead slow, but suddenly he's gone past two. And that, but second half we didn't seem to do that. We seem to we seem to accept we'll just knock it around. First half, you yeah. thought they're doing something a bit here. Yeah, I mean it was it, it was strange with the one nil. Like I I found it strange that we almost going this is all right for so long, and 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 I was naturally going shit because one nil's not good enough one nil isn't good enough not one nil's never good enough and i never get this mad shout about two nil being dangerous i'm made up with two nil i'm all right with two nil one nil's dangerous you can, have, we, a, you can have a dodgy pen of two nil can't you and still exactly, win yeah. Yeah. exactly and i think if we'd have gone to two nil that it we're having we're, we're having a different conversation yeah. that's why everyone will point to the man thing and it's so bizarre that he chooses the decision that he makes do you know what I mean? Because loads of Liverpool's goals in recent weeks have been lots of the right decision being made of and, and, and like you know goals coming out of great teamwork. And so to go, there's three fellas there, and he must see them and go. I'll just go myself. Is really bizarre. And, I mean, I sort of, I sort of I, appreciate. I was human seeing him laughing as well. I mean, don't laugh, lad. As nervousness, that that's that's what his face does when he's nervous. I I think Marley's coming for a lot of stick for that, and yeah, he does make the wrong decision, no doubt about it. But he gets himself in that position, the way he nicks that ball at such pace, mm -hmm. and then take and then his stride takes him clear. The the Everton defender slightly blocks his vision to his right to, of of the three lads. I'm, I'm building the case for Marley here, but <laughs> uh, he could also go down the keeper. That's yeah, the thing I think really mad is if he wants to score himself. There's there's still about another two things he could do. That that aren't what he actually Shoot does properly, and yeah, well, not, yeah. You, not use your weaker foot because you've got the time to slip it onto your right. Yeah, uh, you can got you can put the keeper's position himself in a really weird way. I think. I mean, Andy might disagree with me, but I'm thinking he's offering him go the other, <clears> go the other side of me here and just roll it in with your left. There's, you know, I'm, mm. I'm even off the the basis of no, I'm scoring this, boys. I'm still going. It's a mad set of decisions here, lads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just think it's one of those. He's just a rush of blood to the head, doesn't he, Hand? Yeah, no, I just think he's clean. Yeah, I think Rob's spot on it. To be honest, mate, I've not really watched the back of him. I'm still fuming about it to pick the, <laughs> pick the bones out of Pickford's position, and shall we say. Um, look, he, it's just one of them. He's made the decision to go for it. You know, it's not worked out. He should have squared, of course. Of course he should have squared it. But Merseyside derby, high octane. He's not playing particularly well. Maybe he's thinking, I'll never get this one. I'll go up a gear. And it's a bit of a brain fart all around, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, don't forget, I mean, you got to give the like credit for making the chance for himself in the first place, yeah. to be honest, around the corner. And then, look, again, I keep going, I'm going to repeat myself and bore everyone to death with this, but no one's talking about it if we win one. You know, we, we made with the three points. It, that is a little bit in hindsight. No one, it felt to me a little bit like the Firmino penalty against Severe at Anfield at the time, where we thought, right, okay, we missed that. What's um, we all know what's coming next. On, the, on the, the the second half, Paul, the first half is the second half. We were frustrated first half, but you could see we were trying to get the byline, getting the byline in the penalty area, that space between the edge of the area and the edge of the six-yard box, pick people out. You could see there was more of that. Second half, to me, it did seem more knocking it around and then the minute someone's just going to lash across in. And that might be against what I said before about maybe try something. Maybe the idea was other things we'll try is just to lash across in. But that's not how we've seen this Liverpool side play. And I'm, I'm watching that game there thinking... For the first time, really, you can sort of see, no matter how good the balls are, you can sort of see why the manager hasn't actually gone with Robertson that much if if, if this is what he's exhibiting in training. Mm. And, and listen, 
the lad puts a really good ball in, but it is as though that's what he's going to do. Yeah, um, but, but you know, you say it's not something you see this Liverpool side. Do but you? I think you. When have you ever seen that Liverpool side? You know, when have you seen a side with Robertson, Solanke, Milner in it? With no, and you know, you talk about the, the Mane Square. You know, you've you've seen these lads play little one twos together and whatnot. Well, it's not it's not the same lads, and this is part. This is again part of the problem with the team selection. Um, yeah, on the Roberts, Robertson thing, I think he does all right as a left back. I think he, you know, there's there's a there's a bit of pace about him. There's a bit of delivery, but when he's he's aiming at Dom Solanke, which the one thing I, I would take exception with Dom, Dom Solanke with yesterday is that he's a big lad and he doesn't act like it. You know, he he's almost playing like a little number ten. He, I don't think he holds the ball up well. I don't think he's winning any of the aerial duels well. And he, yeah, he's a, he's a young lad, and I, I'm I'm more excited than him with him than than Rob is by the sounds of things but it's I just don't think the things that you, you want from well he must be six foot three something Tom Solanke huge big, really big lad and I, you know I went I went to Berlin in the summer and uh, watched the, the Hertha friendly and he, he, I think he plays the, the full 90 pretty much and I thought he was excellent in the air and so the Robertson thing yeah, I thought you get a decent ball on Solanke's head great but I just think Williams dealt with them perfectly all day with on Robertson, you can see now. I know, I know there's been a why isn't he playing Robertson? Why doesn't Robertson get a game? I think you can see off the back of the derby there why he's not been getting game. Um, I think he's it's a bit of a strange one. He's over keen on getting the ball in quickly. It, it, it does everything outside the parameters of the box where with Albi... It's quite a basic looks, fullback thing, yeah, isn't it? Almost yeah. like a, a fullback that has played for... A traditional, the, a traditional yeah. fullback. Even in the ass last year or whatever. Yeah. Let's get the ball Look, wide and get in the box quick. The lad's got, the lad's got a good cross on him, but when there's when there's 10 people in the box, it, it gets ever the more difficult. And that's where I think with Albi a little bit, he will commit a defender. He'll try and take someone on in the box and try and move people that are around. But obviously, he's injured... But I thought it was interesting given the amount of people who were on Wise and Robertson playing, we spent this money on him. You know, and the start, up until recently, it was a podium at Ed and Moreno. And then, I mean, Moreno's form's obviously being recognised now. So um, <clears throat> you could see, you could you could see why, you know, Klopp prefers Moreno. I'm not saying horse for a different side, maybe Robertson would be a better option, but the way we're set up and the way we want to play, especially against teams who park the bus, so to speak. Yeah, I think you, you see the real benefit of why of, of of having Albi in that position. I, uh, I yeah, I, I agree. With you. I think Albi Moreno is a better player than Robertson. I think he's got a higher ceiling. I like the I like the cross he's got on him, Robertson. I know it's a good cross. I, it's yeah, just, it's also, but it's just not the sort. of... I don't think that was a. Fault. I think Kane enjoys playing with Robertson. I'd say yeah. more more than I noticed, Moreno. I noticed Chelsea when they were when they when they went on the front foot in that second half, trying to get the game back the other week at Anfield. They played a lot like we did against Everton. It was all about low trajectory crosses from wide positions. This is what because can you can't, against deep low block defenses? You kind of have to do that unless you want to take pot shots from the edge of the box. We did get in behind a few times. Mane got in, but it was difficult to pick out a man. I, I don't have a major problem with Robertson. I, I, you know what? I think we set about our task well. With a little bit of luck, one or two of those might have broken <coughs> our way. Dom, Dom Solanke might have come out with a poacher's goal out of that game. It's you look Second half, the, the focus on not getting shots on target, there's a lot that go off target where I don't see why it makes them any less of a chance. Like 
Gomez has a real guilt edge chance with a header. My, uh, Salah's, Salah, when yeah. I've seen that back, that's a real... I mean, everyone goes, oh, it's a great... I didn't realise that was such it's, a chance. It's a great, it's great, it's a great cross, and it's, mm. you know, and good on Mo for getting on the end of it. But he does need to score that. He's got a gaping goal so in th- front this of is him. So this is what I'm saying. For, for, all the, for all the moaning about the 1-1, we had, we had easily enough to put him to bed. Yeah, we, we easily... And there's one where the ball flashes across the box and almost goes... Marnie makes a great dash in. Yeah. Who whips it in? Someone from the right. Uh, is it, is it Milner? Maybe. Sorry, Gomez. Yeah, it's, it might be a go, go. And it's very, very close to getting on the end of it. It's what it's like. The the the, 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 the interesting thing is that I think I don't know if you said it before. We joked about saying it before. Is Big Sam wants it to be one wants to be one nil down on eighty, and he gets that. Mm. He has, he does not come out at all, and that's why it's difficult to go two nil. And Everton, I have to say, we just go back to the point about what a low key derby it was. I have never felt so not nervous in a derby, even a bloody two nil up in some of the recent derbies. I thought these little shits can still go and get a goal, and then they have the wind in their sails and. and and the crowd, their their fans behind them, and make it into a but mad game. I never felt that could happen. You say about Allardyce. See, this this is the the important round. That's my fucking head in. Like, oh, Allardyce. Yeah, oh, he's done one on the cop. He's done one on Liverpool. There, fuck? we could have been fucking out of sight. Yes. You change a few minor details. They were out of sight, and is he still a genius? It's nah. not even an attack. The one they they get the penalty. It's barely. It's they were interested in getting involved in a contest. It's a punt into the frigging channel, and it's not a fucking pen. Just, just before we, we go so so far away from the fullbacks, I, I, there was a time in that game yesterday where I where I was sitting thinking to myself, Joe Gomez is is probably one of the best defenders in Britain at the moment. I thought he was absolutely true. He was very sexy the, yesterday. The, I thought he was the great. The ease of what he was dealing with Everton in certain scenarios, just putting his body around players and. We've got a, a serious player on our hands in Joe Gomez. I, I said think. that. He looked like one of those Euro defenders yeah. that brush people aside and saunter forward manfully. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy his, I enjoy his, I'm a little bit quicker than you all think I am thing yeah. that he yes. does where he's like, oh, yeah. you think I'm just going at this speed? Watch me go at this speed yes. for three yards and just carry the his, ball away from you. His best pace going both ways is... is Surprise, and actually, because he's he's a bit of a unit as well. Huge. He's and the, I'm going to keep saying lots of huge. Yeah. It's my job today. He's, <laughs> he's he's impressive. There was there was times he was stepping stepping across Everton defenders yesterday. He was just almost like an an, an Italianness about him. That's you know? what I meant. Yeah. There's sort of a bit of casual moving across, and I just thought, wow, lads, you've you've firstly got over the injury problems. You know, touch wood. I think that's that's behind you now. And, and yes, you are the player we thought we were getting from Charlton when. We were seeing him on the other side, playing, making his debut at Stoke, and we we're all so excited about him. He is absolutely mustered, and I suppose for a wider thing, you know, England will be looking at him as probably a starter in in a three in in the uh, World Cup in the summer. Um, what was Pickford doing, by the way? Just like like why so many times did he just boot it out? Of that touch? was funny. That wasn't it? It was hilarious. It all was I like... could think of was I can't wait to say to Rob Gutman, "Hey, what about Pickford's distribution, dickhead?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I sat next. To, I sat there, well. I sat there going. I was enjoying how how we kept getting it wrong. I thought <clears throat> it is. It did. Is Pepe Reina like what he's attempting? And you got to be, be fair play to me. I think Where that's quite. Oh, well, Cal- Calvert Lewin, just Calvert Lewin. Yeah, he was just trying to, to hit the right. He was just trying main. to hit the right flank, wasn't he? <laughs> Do you know you could? T- I was saying to I saw Gibbo at half time. So you could just see every single thing that Sam worked on in training in that first half like from their stupid kickoff where they go backwards and try and launch it first time and it Straight finds finds touch and, and there was loads of that wasn't it there? there was loads of the wee so moments because they were so shit they were awful <laughs> 
They just pose no threat coming forward, even when they get their set piece. Yeah, that's the, the other thing. You get about five, ten minutes in, you go, oh, here's another Samuel. They get a free kick on the halfway line, and they're all going forward. When they got the corner, did you see the front. reaction when they got the fucking corner? Oh, um, yeah, the I'm like it was the pen. I could, Jesus you wouldn't tell, Christ. You played the audio back on that. You wouldn't tell the difference between the pen and the corner. Um, this is who you are. Let's, let's, what does John O say? They love a throw-in, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> they love a throw-in, they love a handball shout, but they got a penalty, Rob. Um, <laughs> and um. I mean, I'm I'm going to try and keep my temper for as long as possible. Uh, so that's that, that's that, that's for the listeners as well. It's just not a fucking penalty. I mean, it's not, we don't, thank we don't, you, Neil. We don't talk about the referee on this show normally. I don't really want to absolutely get it stuck into the referee. But when it is such a key decision that defines the outcome, not a fucking penalty. No, it's not a penalty. I'm arguing with you. Well, Paul will come and give his view in a minute. There are views. Anyone who thinks it's a penalty is wrong. No, they are just wrong. You can, there are there are angles. There are angles which people have tried to show oh, me on Twitter with. Oh, look at it from this angle. Yeah, oh, we well, fuck uh, off. Well, like it's the fucking Zapruder film. <laughs> but, and, uh, and you see, my, yes, Lovren's hand goes back, and if you want, if you want to squint at it, it maybe looks like he doesn't. Lewin puts the brakes on. Lovren literally pulls his his, ar- his arms up in an effete way, to, as a natural way, to, and doesn't put lay, doesn't lay a glove on the player. It's not even close to. And also, you think as a piece of refereeing, he's going away from goal. There's no way an injustice is going to be done. I'm not saying, yeah, on balance, referee the game in a Klatz kind of way. But for fuck's sake, he had Klatz to have... said it was a penalty. Did old Klatz would. <laughs> in the context of his game Klatz plan. Klatz is wrong as in well. In the context of his game... But but you go, hang on, there's significant doubt here. But it was like he was dying to give it. Oh, he you was know, made up. He was on the run, wasn't he? he? Was goes, I'm running, up. I'm pointing, I'm pointing, I'm running, and I'm giving a penalty, and they're all seeing me do it, the blues, and they're happy, he and was, I'm happy. He was f- I've given off. a I've given a contentious <laughs> penalty at Anfield. Look at me, look at the size of my bollocks. I'm gonna knock a belter out tonight. All but jumped in the crowd, didn't he? <laughs> he really did. Top off. Yeah, Top off exactly. as he gives it. Do you want the other side of this? It's yeah, where, you, where you try to say it's a fucking penalty. Yeah, all right, sounds. I'll fucking chase you out the room with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have it, come on. Um, I, I, I don't think it's a penalty, but I can see why it's given. I think that, that only makes me angrier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't sympathise with the ref because I sort of do agree with the fact that I, I feel like he was very aware he was on the telly, um, and he. I think he enjoyed every minute of giving the pen. Absolutely. It was almost like, um, what's his name, Mike Dean with his over, zealous pointing and whatnot. I mean, he hasn't got the class of Dean. No, no one has. Um, but I mean, <laughs> if, if Mike Dean gives that, even I've got to shrug my shoulders no, and go sound Michael. You'd enjoy the moment. Yeah, you but, would, yeah. But no. I, I to can, see a genius in his pump. I can, see, I can see why it's given a bit because I think, I think Lovren's a bit naive with, with his hands. And... I think he's got to take a step to, to the side and, and almost shield him rather than go just get touch tight with the back of him. The minute he sort of blocks the referee's angle, I know, I know you're not going to have any of this. It's, I'm, on the video it's, I'm looking for things I can throw at it's, you. It's contentious. <laughs> I, think it's, I don't think it's a penalty and I think if you give them, you give fucking loads of them. If that Lucas A bottle comes at me, I'm <laughs> But no, I, I can, I can see a bit why, why he's given it. So there's my wonderful. I mean, like, all the way through the game, there's loads of contact like that in both. In, well, in in the other box, you know, like even on Salah's goal, like they have, they have someone has a bit of a go at his shirt as he's like going too. But but fuck all happens. But I, I, I'm a bit like you in that I think that there's two different. There is two different camera angles kicking around. There's the one which is the ref's view. I'm basically on the ref's view. He does see an arm. 
and that's what and that's what what's that's, where, that's where when you're a, a senior pro a centre half that's been knocking around this league for a number of years now you've got to be a bit cute he's got to have his arms behind his back though. no I think he's, he's got I think he's got to I think he's got to shield him and go down the yeah, side of him yeah because he's, he's going the wrong direction he's going away from goal Calvert Lewin but I mean he like I'd actually give the, him some credit in that he sees Lovren coming and he got he doesn't just there isn't just a, a coming together he makes yeah he makes the coming together happen by throwing himself towards Lovren and then bouncing off him and that's and what it, all of our lads to do with Calvert Lewin does there by the way I think it's it's I a think dive the, yeah but one that gets him a penalty and a point so I sort of if if that's Mo Salah who's done that to Everton that one one. I'm absolutely I'm made punching up. the air doesn't I'm, mean it's not an injustice though I'm banging to cheating it's just not a penalty yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andy look whether I, I personally I'm with Paul on this I'll be honest with you I, I think Lovren puts himself in a position where he could give the referee an excuse to give a penalty I think he's naive I don't think it's the first time this has happened I think it just plays into the whole well you know keep it tight lads because Liverpool will give you something and there you, there you are yeah. there you it's go we've, we've given you a penalty um, I, think, I don't know what Lovren does apart from get off the pitch in this season. He should be a yard further away from me. He's, he's far too tight to him. He's far too tight and he gives Cavalier the excuse to go over. Pawson couldn't wait to give it. Well, you've got to do all Pawson, this. Pawson was over all you've the got to do. fucking don't touch moon. Him. Why, why touch him? You don't need to. Exactly. Why right. touch him? Don't give the referee an Just excuse his angle to, to the give shot, a decision. The he's going away from goal. He's going away from goal. There's, 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 no one, there's no one alongside him. It's not like if he goes away from goal and knocks it back in, someone's steaming in. No one's there. There's absolutely no reason for Dejan Lovren to make any kind of contact. I think I think there's a world where where he gives him the yards, he gets stood up, and he gets done. You can't tell him the yards. Uh, he gets, so, but, 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 so why is he behind? Him? Behind, but he's not behind. I think I think he's when you look at, I think he looks side to side to him. Just look side yeah, to side to him. Yeah, he does um, exactly. He, could put, see, he drops off two yards. He can push it down the side. And he's in behind us, and then Lovren his, can't make a his challenge. His arms are up his back. He's running away, and from he from shouldn't goal. be there. He should be side on yeah. any centre half in that situation should be side onto him so he can turn with his body and block I think the ball back the in. fundamental issue is that the referee's got to be better at his job yeah. but don't put and yourself that's... in a position but don't put yourself in that position that we do yeah we I mean but, we, but my point is and this is where I think it's is that you'll end up just driving yourself mad you'll just yeah. end up driving yourself mad and as, as I was saying last night it sounds like we should just be able to win 1-0 that's what does my head in is we should just be allowed to win 1-0 mm. and it's like we're not allowed to win 1-0 it's like someone's gone there he's not allowed the to win 1-0 made, it's unlucky I, I, I thought was interesting on the pink is the fact that this Liverpool side's won 7-0 more than 1-0 that's that sort of sums up just how mad <laughs> we are and, um, who wins 7-0 twice also, in the season but, 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 also, win but also how unlucky we are so I'll give yeah. you another. I'll give you another really good example in that. Listen, it didn't. Is it look or stupid? It's te- well, no. It's, I'll give you an example of a terrible bit of defending, a terrible bit of defending. But where we're unlucky is Newcastle. So both centre halves, both Matip and yeah. Matip yeah. and Lovren are crap. They're both crap. They're both all over the place. But the lad still doesn't even kick it in the goal. He kicks it against his own leg and it fucking goes in. Yeah. So both centre halves are crap. And so we're not, we're not having an argument about that. But you like at times, and I do sort of feel, and you can go, "Oh, but you're just saying you're just unlucky." Because we've been lucky at times every. T- but I, I do sort of think you just, you're all, you're all allowed just to have a bit of luck and just to win one nil. When's yeah. our lucky? Where are our lucky one nils come from? Well, there's just none of them. There haven't been yeah. any of them. What, whatever one says about I've seen them given. Lovren's a bit naive. It's not a penalty, and it's unlucky that it but, happens in I, that way. But Rob, how, how many times can you be unlucky before it becomes an issue? You know, before, before well, it's I'm not, only talking about this one. I'm, in, nothing to do I'm with only it. saying in this one instance it's unlucky. The fact that the fact that all manner of things don't fly in for us, and then that is the only. Let's put it this way. They, that's the only chance they gave themselves to be lucky in the whole game. The one chance they gave themselves to be lucky, and it was a fucking shit chance to be lucky, and they got can, lucky. Can I, can I, can I have one thing on this as well? Chance. Where I will criticise Lovren. 
is I think he should win the header from Rooney's ball. I agree with that. He doesn't I, even try when it does. He I don't understand why grounds. why he hasn't just gone over Calvert Lewin there. If you're gonna if you're gonna take a risk, that's the one you make. I think I I'll tell you what, I'll tell you one of the things the reasons why Harry Kane. Because he's been done by him before. Because well, he's been done by because the way by he got being done that Spurs aggressive. game. By, the way he got done in that Spurs game. That, so what are you that thinking? Ball's there to be it is, but I think he's. The, I think that what's in his head is, and clearly he'll have been sat down and gone. Dejan, do us a favour. Don't do that again. So I think he knows. So he doesn't. So I, yeah, and I think that's what's in his head there. Yeah. I, I, when it was when it, I think there's another one where he does that as well. If he leaves the if he leaves the ground and doesn't make the other Cavaloon really is clean through. Yeah. And so I think that's what's in his head is I can't do that there. But I take your point. Uh, I do take your point. It does look like it's better to be one man at it. That ball from Rooney's at a very headable height. Anyway, I have to say, when, when the player goes down, I know many a time, you know, especially in a derby like that, my first instinct is, oh shit, penalty, right? I, my fear is I look straight to the ref. I didn't even cross my mind the minute Lou went down that that was going to be a penalty. They didn't go that mad. No. They, it was right in front of them and they didn't go that mad. They, they, they really did not go bananas for it. I thought it was really interesting. Now, no one went bananas for it. And here he is, sauntering through the middle of the pitch, looking forward to pointing towards the spot. It was a frustrating result against Everton, that 1-1 draw. We're going to go on in a minute. We're going to be talking about the Champions League draw and West Brom at home. But before then, obviously, it's the run of games at this stage of the season. We want you to come with us and subscribe to the Anfield Wrap, theanfieldwrap.com forward slash subscribe. In order to be able to do that, we've got so many fantastic shows. We do previews of every single game, two or three of them uh, you can hear. And also, uh, we do reviews of every game. You've got this show that you're currently listening to, obviously, but we do an immediate post-match show, uh, which was fantastic yesterday. And thanks to everybody for coming for that. And also, we do an extended review show with Sean Rogers and mostly Paul Cope, though sometimes Rob Gutman, sometimes Ben Johnson, sometimes me. Uh, where we talk about the game in greater detail and pick up on two or three aspects of it and explore them. Um, we think all this stuff's terrific. We also look to do some history shows and have a great laugh with you, really. We want to be part of your Liverpool support and experience, and we very much hope that you are. So if you've been thinking about subscribing, now's a fantastic time to do so. Theanfieldwrap.com forward slash subscribe. £5 a month for 16 great shows on a weekly basis. Come with us. Come and enjoy it. The Champions League draw then, moving away from Liverpool versus Evan. God, Gutman's come alive. His <laughs> antenna uh, has picked up. Um, you happy with it? Yeah, do you know, and also post Derby, it's a salutary reminder that we're in the draw for the world's top club competition, whereas the Blues aren't. They're not even in the draw for the second competition. There are no draw Blues who aren't listening to this. Uh, somewhere along the line. Um, yeah, it's a great, great. You know, I, I, I said yesterday to friends, there is one. There's a, there's a couple of nightmare draws in there. Well, bad draws where we have to. They're all so, good draws. Yeah. Really, well, there's a couple of draws where you have to go. I'm not sad about Real Madrid. Comes. I, did, I didn't want to. So I got sick of hearing people go. You know what? You have to beat them all once upon a time. Couldn't, or couldn't whatever. be asked with Denis. Fuck off. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Couldn't be asked with Denis. Fuck off. Juve, Real Madrid, and Bayern. I want Liverpool. I to be in the quarterfinal, the semi-final, the Champions League again. I want to remember. I remember what that felt like. And here we've now. I may be tempting fate, but Porto is a really, really good draw. They're one of the weakest teams there and for those of us who like to go to an away it's a really really interesting what's, nice what's the name of the competition again Rob? The Champions League oh right okay. do you want to do the song? I've heard of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just it's, it's, a, it's a yeah it's a good draw it's a good draw it's an exciting draw for us and it gives us a really good chance of being in the last eight I mean from a from a a, a sporting and social point of view it's, it's a great draw it's a good it's a good draw for those who like to go to away matches because it's going to be you know, a, a nice a nice place to go and whatnot, but also from us, from the more important in the sporting thing, I think it's a, I think it's a good draw as well. I think if you get if you get someone slightly more defensive minded that may not suit Liverpool, you know, I think what is Stad Dragao or something is it that they play at? I think it'll be a tough a tough game because they go they go and win there every week. 
but so do Maribor and so do Spartak Moscow and Seville. And what what that means for Liverpool is is chances. I, I think I think Porto can't just become a side that automatically put eleven men behind the ball. So they'll have to come and play a bit against Liverpool, leaving themselves open, and it's the sort of sort of draw I think that suits us down to the ground. And Paul, when we line up with our famous four, Fab Four, then I'll say to you that's only possible because we rested these pillocks in the dark. Why your necking on that? Now. <laughs> uh, Gareth, it's not just the draw from the point of you know it. We know it'll be tough against Porto. They've got to where they've got to. They get there every year. They've got tons and tons of European experience, and it's worth remembering that because we haven't got tons and tons mm. of European experience anymore. They have. Uh, so it will. It won't be straightforward, but it could have been tougher. But the other thing as well is the way the other, the draw's gone on the whole. It sort of it potentially opens up for 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 anyone who gets to the last eight. Really, that like there's the possibility of getting a nice tie in the last eight, or even come the last four if it goes the other way, where all the tough teams play each other again in the last eight. You know, it's yeah, it is it, as draws go. If you've got an interest in actually winning the whole thing, which we should have as much as anyone else, mm-hmm. then we can just nod our heads at this one and go, go on then. Well, Zabi was there, wasn't he, for the draw, looking cool as ever. And um, he was asked, you know, can 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 Liverpool have a go? And it, and that was pretty much what he said. Why not? Because it, that is the case that you get so far into it, you get a certain depth into the competition. You just go, yeah, why not? Because at this stage, you know, Liverpool can beat anyone at Anfield. Liverpool can beat anyone over two legs. And you know, all right, we're getting frustrated <clears throat> with Liverpool right now because yesterday we were at the derby and we didn't beat one of the shittest sides I've ever watched. But we've still taken, you know, 17 from 21 since since we lost the Spurs. We're still on the up, we're still scoring loads of goals. You know, the Fab Four will be on the pitch again. We will carry on scoring goals. And I knew fancies playing Liverpool. I mean, look, you know, I'm sure we'll get into in depth about it, about Porto and everything they can offer and how they're going to line up and sign stoppers. But they, they won't want to be facing Liverpool. And, and elsewhere in that drawer as well, like you say, I think... It looks quite nice. Like, it's good that PSG or Real Madrid are out. You know what I mean? Because they're playing each other. It's good that Chelsea or Barca are out because they're playing each other. And so it has... Juventus and Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Juventus and Spurs. Well, another yeah. one as well, yeah. So it, it it's kind of... It, it looks quite kind to us as, as things stand. It is kind, Andy. And it should also get to be a laugh. That's the point. The point is to enjoy all of this. That's, you know, the, the, the purpose of being in the Champions League is to enjoy the adventure. There's 50, there's 16 teams left. 15 of them aren't going to win it. One is. Uh, and, you know, being able to cut loose, hopefully really enjoy Portugal in February. And then and then everyone everyone back to Anfield. For The, the key thing for us is the second leg is at home. We get the second leg at home. Uh, so we've got that to build towards as well. And it, it means no matter what happens in the league season, not that I think we're going anywhere, and we'll come on to talk about that in a minute, but we, we've all got something to play for in February we've got to come alive in February we've got a big job to do yeah it's all, it's all about staying in the hat isn't it and we've, we've got a good up. I mean regardless of who we got drawn against this Liverpool team isn't bad I mean the only, I'm not as fatalistic in so much as I wouldn't have minded Bayern Munich to be honest I'd like Bayern Munich in the last eight if yeah, we get through to be honest yeah but we were, we were talking about this weren't we but no Porto and it, you know what's possible it's, it's another one off the list it's a stadium I haven't done before so I'm, I'm looking forward to going you did have me worried with this talk of weather and all that so I've actually been on AccuWeather.com oh I and apparently um, well not apparently but the average for that week for Valentine's Day is actually a balmy 17 degrees 17 yeah, Bomb. 17 degrees and uh, nice, but uh, so yeah, Valentine's Day. I've told, um, I've had my permission slip signed by the wife, I don't think she's real, realized it's Valley Day, but uh, yeah, I've crossed the bridge when it comes, but as you said, yeah, get over there, 
Um, <clears throat> get a decent result, take a draw, have a nice couple of days, come back and do them in at Anfield, and then uh, we'll see Bayern Munich. And 17 sounds all right when it's minus three here, by the way. Yeah, and there's another stark reality, <laughs> which is that she absolutely has realised when it is and signed that permission slip with Glee. Um, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> you twat. I've been ruthless all the way through this, haven't I? This, all, you know, all because I said there was a penalty. Yeah, yeah all because I said so. there was a penalty. Honestly, honestly, wait, wait, wait until the night. I'm going to find some sort of way to make seniors day nightmare as well one at a time well, I can't go to Porto so it's uh, already been yeah, I know, a difficult I know. thing for me um, moving away from the Champions League draw then and looking at West Brom at home I mean Rob I, everyone's saying you see what you know you get the you get the result of this after the West Brom win but if they beat West Brom sorry then we all get to say well it's four points from two I go a bit further really and say that it's it's got to be seven points from the three of Everton, West Brom and Bournemouth before we all get to take a bit of a breath uh, you're on holiday when I could do with you doing an overview show and then we, uh, we've we got the, uh, the the game against Arsenal um, coming up and that, that, that then almost starts the bank of Christmas games my point is I don't think you're going to see a, a, a full a full strength Liverpool sides against West Brom. I think you're going to see there's, there's going to be chopping and changing for both West Brom and for Bournemouth. It's going to be a bit of bit of a mix and match in that front six. Yeah, I mean, what we don't know is what the fitness issues are. I, mean, I was relieved that Coutinho had even made the bench yesterday. I mean, you know, he, he, we could one of them. We were assuming we we get we get a choice in seeing our our preferred front four all the time, but one of them could easily just drop out with a month's worth of injury any day soon. So Klopp clearly has to be very careful. There is, yes, we fully expect rotation against West Brom. There's a possibility that he could he could put everyone back together for Bournemouth, knowing there's a five day gap for Arsenal, isn't there? He could just about he could conceivably do that. It's yeah, all, it, it draw, is drawing it, the way I'm looking at the the, the way I, I'm managing these games in my head is we're drawing we're winning two draw maybe three drawing the odd one, and I'm not if, when I looked at these games before before uh, the run ahead. I think in one of our overview shows, you tar- you'd, have, you'd have targeted the, the dropping pointy games if you have to drop them as being the likes of Chelsea or the Derby. One, because Chelsea are good. Two, because the Derby is a bit of a, a weird one. But in between times, we've done all the business we have to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, I hope we can win two games this week. I think West Brom, they'll be very, very hungry for West Brom and very, very eager to get into them. We'd have come off the pitch frust- frustrated against Everton. I don't think it would have harmed confidence at all. We'd have come off the pitch frustrated and ready to put it right against West Brom. I think, in, I think in, we will. In the midst of all this, uh, you know, it's easy to take your eye off the table for the first time for a while. We're mm. actually in the, in the top four on our own steam with yeah. all games played, so no one's got games in hand where we can fall in and fall out. So I think the key, uh, quite rightly, as you say, is, is just consolidate that over the next two games. Yeah, that, that's where, where we get. Look, City have built up such such a lead, and the talk of any talk of title challenge is, is fanciful. So to become is, is ensconced in the top four is our immediate aim, and to set and to give ourselves the breathing space around the Champions League. Go, do you know what? If we do have to rest a player in Champions League week, that would be a nice place to be. Gareth, there is, you know, you're looking at the results since the last international break, and we've long said it's the thing that's going to define the season. You're seeing this weekend, there's two ways to look at the 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 people dropping points, Arsenal dropping points, Chelsea dropping points, and the Manchester Union clubs dropping points. The one way to look at it is to say, well, that's an opportunity missed. Another way to look at it is go, is go is basically it's a point game on United, but also be able to go, well, it's what's going to happen in this run. You can't just keep going at the, the, the level that you're going at week in, week out in this run. And we're now 11 points from 15 since the international break. That's a winning, wins against Southampton, Stoke and Brighton, a draw against Chelsea and Everton. You're looking at the next two, West, uh, West Brom and Bournemouth. If that does become 17 points out of 21, I think that's that's the moment where we're able to to take a bit of a breath before the Arsenal game. And maybe we get to, we do get to say, listen, 
certainly if there's been no significant injuries between now and then, we're able to go 17 out of 21, Champions League form, going into Christmas period with, a, broadly speaking, a, a plausible full complement of players. We're doing well. This is a football team that's actually doing well. But to do that, though, they have got to take these results from the next two. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, one of the problems we've had with Liverpool, isn't it, is that they didn't beat teams they should beat. And, and people will throw Everton back at that, at, that, at that statement and say, well, there's one you didn't do. But in general, though, you know, Huddersfield, West Ham, Southampton, Stoke, Brighton, you know, they're, they're good results. And they're, they're ones that, you know, we, we seem to have struggled with in the past. So... I reckon, you know, when Klopp sort of over the penalty and over Allardyce and all that, they'll be sitting there and they'll be looking at that, you know, that big list and going, we're doing all right here. We're on track. We we found a way in general, it seems, to beat these kind of teams. So you beat West Brom, you beat Bournemouth, you go to Arsenal and obviously that's a different game. We'll get, that's one of those big games. And like, if you, if you end up winning that, well, you're definitely not talking about the derby then. If you've won at Arsenal away, haven't won those other two. It's it's all forgotten, all's forgiven. We all think the Reds are boss. And I, and there's a run really of of games there that we should win, even after that. Swansea at home, Leicester, Burnley, and then Everton again in the FA Cup. And so it's it you know, there's no reason to fear any of those teams, even even Arsenal as well. So I'm already feeling brighter about it all, mate. You know what I mean? That was the aim of the Fuck enterprise. Everton. Fuck Everton. <laughs> uh, Man City, Man United 1, Man City 2, uh, Andy. We're all playing for second now, uh, and I think we've got to acknowledge that, and what that means is that we're five points off the pace, the pace being Manchester United in second place. We're all playing a bit of fantasy Jürgen at the minute. What do you think he does against West Brom? Oh, I, I don't think he starts a lanky. I'll go, I'll go as far as that, uh, which is a shame, because he played well against Stoke. So imagine Trent has, uh, Trent, yeah, Trent will come back in. Um, be interesting to see whether Matip's in and around. Is he I still out? I don't think he has anywhere. No, he won't no, be no, um, he's the I big think, loss. I think he's going to I wonder whether he Coutinho. does something centre half. You know, mm. well, Joe Gomez has had a bit of rotation where Clavin and Lovren, well, Lovren especially, but Clavin is playing a lot of football at the moment for the first time in a while. Yeah. So I wonder whether Gomez maybe gets a run Trent at right back. Trent at right back and Gomez yeah. and Lovren probably at possibly no, it's, a good, it's a good shout um, I think you can assume that Firmino will start um, as will Coutinho do you reckon Robertson will start? no uh, well I'd, play, I'd, 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 I'd stick Milner yeah but he's got it in the tank hasn't he and Milner's always generally been fit one of the fitter members of the squad I'd, I'd say especially if you talk him Trent right back Gomez and so if you need a bit of experience there so I'd, I'd maybe look at putting Milner in mm. at, um, at left back Neil you mentioned the Man United game there just quickly because we had we had the chat on the, the Friday show didn't we yeah about um, how the uh, the old traffic game might go and how it might boil over and then true to form it uh, it did it's going to be interesting to see United's reaction to this you know the, the, the spat especially the spat after it because Mourinho Mourinho was back under the spotlight there with, a, with half a bottle of milk lashed on his coat and one thing and the other. And um, Was it milk? Well, but... <laughs> come on. Generally... <laughs> Give me a chance. Come on. When want people like to pay this, £5 a month here. Go ahead, Andy. When things like this happen, he tends to lose head a bit and these rumble on and on and on and on. And what we've seen over the over the, the course of the season, at one point, uh, Spurs looked like they were going to run City close or be the most likely. Then it was Chelsea... The amount of the times the clubs who would suddenly suddenly go from doing well to drifting right out of it, you just wonder how United do over the over the next couple of fixtures and whether well they've got the problem that, that you've got here is that their next two are our next two but inverted they've got Bournemouth at home and West Brom away. I think United can can almost take a bit of a 
credit out of that game yesterday in, in a weird way because you know they're in the contest with City and there's not many sides this year that have been in the I don't know you know for a, for a couple of months City well not for, for a few weeks City have been in a contest with a lot of bums West Ham nearly <laughs> beat them City have been 2 one their way to the title yeah. quietly in the last that's five how, weeks. That's how you win it, sadly. Um, and that's why they've <laughs> probably the first side that anyone's really given up on in December for a long, long time yes, at least. Yeah. Did Chelsea you get on to City's song, by the way? Uh, park the bus, park the bus, Man United. Yeah. <laughs> um, lovely. lovely. Well, anyway, lovely on, on West Brom, I think Vanaldum comes back in, oh, by the way. I think Vanaldum comes back in. Yes. I think Firmino plays, Rob. I think mm. that you might, may or may not see Coutinho. The one who I think might well miss out because he got he got the full 90. He wasn't great. The manager might think, I'll park you. You'll be great at Bournemouth away as Mane. Did he. Uh, Mane's played. played is it three in a week or two? In, he didn't play Stoke. He did play Brighton. Um, no, he did play Stoke. No, he didn't, Manny. He didn't. Oh, he did. He did. Sorry, he scored he against. Play Stoke. Sorry, he plays Stoke. Sorry, he doesn't play Brighton. Doesn't play he doesn't Stoke. play Brighton. He doesn't play Brighton. Sorry. Does he look slightly offered to you? I think Mane. he's a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's since the injury. But I tell you what, I'm, I'm a massive fan of Mane, and I think even when he's off it, he's a, still a threat. And everyone's focused. I said this earlier. Everyone's focused on the I'm miss not, against Everton. I'm not Everton. knocking him, Rob. No, I'm just no, saying. no. Everyone's focusing on the miss against Everton, but only he gets himself in that position yeah. to miss it in the first place. Through fantastic you know, anticipation and acceleration, but. Hmm. Against West Brom, you look at Coutinho, Firmino, assuming that, the, the, that Phil is okay with a few days' rest. Coutinho, Firmino, and one of Salah or Mane, I think. I think we'll see three of the I think he makes the change for Salah so we can use him again. I think that's why you've seen it, to be, to be honest, because he just he doesn't want to not use him. I think Salah maybe, you know, I've, I've, I've battered the manager <laughs> earlier on the show for, for, for changing them, but what he is doing there is going... I can start you again, and I can start you again, and I can start you again because I've given you sixty. So sixty, uh, you know, no. only giving you two thirds of what you should have got. Okay, uh, very quick prediction, Rob. Four nil. Paul. Uh, uh, yeah, I think they're going to get a uh, hiding. What's okay. Uh Gav. Three nil. Andy. I don't know. You know, um, I'm a bit worried about this. Maybe a score draw. Score draw. Okay. Uh, thank you very much to everyone. We really enjoyed the Anfield wrap this week. If you don't subscribe, do think about doing so. Uh, and you know, if you do, I hope you really enjoy this. Oh shit! Well. No, hang on. I forgot we're at Anfield, aren't we? Yeah, we're at Anfield. Sorry. Man. Oh yeah, no. Fuck it. Three one. <laughs> Excellent stuff, and um, five pounds a month. Five pounds a month. Five pounds a month for lads forgetting where games are. Uh, we will. Uh, we will see you soon. Uh, take it easy. Sports Social Podcast Network.